Football season is never too far away. And I was looking at the 2024 fall football schedule for the Big Ten because that's what I do. In my opinion, Wisconsin, Michigan, and three of the four Pac-12 teams coming over have brutal schedules. I'll tell you which ones they are and why. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. So I'm going to tell you what I think the five toughest schedules are, the schools with the five toughest records in the Big Ten this season are for football. Again, looking ahead to football already. Um, and some coaching news that does not involve Jim Harbaugh. How about that? That's new. And our picks going into the weekend with college basketball. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. We are in the middle of basketball season. And Michigan football hasn't finished cleaning the confetti out of its shorts yet. And they don't even know who their head coach is going to be next season, to be honest with you. And spring football, just a few weeks away. But speaking of next season, I was looking into the Big Ten conferences football schedules, just uh, just for fun, just kicking it around. Five schools stood out to me as extremely difficult uh, schedules that they had. And I'm going to share them with you. Um, first of all, I will tell you, I think Wisconsin – May have the teams that are currently in the Big Ten. Wisconsin may have the toughest schedule. Michigan's is up there too, uh, and I know a lot of you say, "Well, Michigan's schedule was easy." Well, last year, I see your argument. It was easy. This upcoming year, it's going to be difficult. Uh, USC, the newcomer, might have the difficult, most difficult schedule out of all of them. And UCLA is no picnic either. I want to look at all those, and then yes, obviously, I will have to have a comment about Ohio State since I'm talking about Michigan. We'll get to all that right here. Uh, let me start you off with Wisconsin, okay? Luke Fickle, he had mixed results his first year at the helm of the Badgers, but overall I thought it was a successful season. Now, I think Fickle was a victim of his own hype a little bit, came into Camp Randall with a great reputation. He had Ohio State ties, which impressed everybody, and he won at Cincinnati, which impressed everybody. And if he wants Cincinnati, he can win at Camp Randall at, uh, at Wisconsin, right? Well, the problem is he and offensive coordinator Phil Longo came in and they promised an exciting air attack. Just going to start flinging the ball all over the place. Well, that'd be a big change anywhere from uh, the ground and pound running game that the Badgers and their fans are used to and have been used to for a long time. And frankly, that roster was still built for the one he inherited. That would require a big change in personnel, and even with the transfer portal and whatnot, that's a lot to do in your first year. Unless you're Dion and just gonna rip the bandaid off of everybody and start over. Uh, um, you know, some people do it, some don't uh, that quickly. But um, look, they have uh, they got a lot going on there at Wisconsin with the big running game, a big offensive lineman, and they brought in Tanner Mordecai. 
who had some interesting passing stats elsewhere, but for whatever reason, he never got that going as quarterback of the Wisconsin Badgers. He had his strengths at QB. He was a tough kid, but he was not an air it out quarterback by any stretch. So I think they kind of tapped the brakes on that. They adjusted as the season went on and um, they get a new quarterback this upcoming year, 2024. They've got the Miami Hurricanes transfer Tyler Van Dyke coming to Madison to play quarterback. Now, historically, quarterbacks from Miami, they get everybody real excited. They used to be known as quarterback you. They haven't been that in a while. And Van Dyke is a roller coaster ride on the football field, up and down, up and down. I've seen him play here down in Florida, down South Florida. But change is never easy. But an easy schedule can help a transition period for anybody. Unfortunately for the Badgers, they may have one of the toughest uh, top three schedules in the Big Ten this fall. So they're not going to be able to hide in the Western Division anymore, uh, the lesser division, if you will, because we're getting rid of divisions. So, and that's funny because the teams from the West actually have a pretty, pretty tough schedule. I think it's a problem for some of them. Uh, look, Wisconsin, they face both Oregon at home. They got Southern Cal on the road. Those are two tough games right there. Plus, plus, I don't know if you're aware, they have a game against Alabama this year. That's in week three. Now, a week and a half ago, I would have told you, wow, that's tough. But now a new coaching change at Alabama. 20 to 25 kids have left in the transfer portal in Alabama. Recruits are not coming that said they were. It's kind of a mess down there in Tuscaloosa all of a sudden. So Kalen DeBoer's got his hands uh, full trying to keep it together over there. So maybe, just maybe, Wisconsin will catch a break with this. They, they still have plenty of talent at Alabama. Don't get me wrong. So, you know, look, we're just the one season in the books for Luke Fickle at Madison, but uh, – you got those three games I just told you about Oregon, Southern Cal, Alabama, throw in some home games against Penn State and a road trip at tough as nails, Iowa. That's always tough. That's a beat your brains in type game. Suddenly you got a pretty tough schedule. If you're the Wisconsin Badgers and you're trying to change things up and air it out and, and get things going offensive. So I think that's a pretty tough schedule. Southern Cal, though, may have the toughest. Again, get used to me talking about Southern Cal in terms of being a Big Ten team. They're coming. Um, Lincoln Riley going to have to go into the season without his former Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. They have dates against LSU. That's in Las Vegas, by the way. They host Michigan. They host Wisconsin, Penn State, and they play at Washington, UCLA, and Notre Dame. That's a big schedule. That's a big schedule. And as far as Chip Kelly and UCLA goes, you know, they got an early season luau against Hawaii and they play Indiana. But um, that gets tough. They got dates against LSU, Penn State, at Penn State, and at Washington. And they host Southern Cal and two other very pesky teams at Fresno State and Iowa. Look, Chip Kelly is under pressure. I don't know if I can use the term hot seat. Maybe it is. He's under pressure to win. I think UCLA, uh, you know, there are some rumblings there on and off the past couple of years about the coaching change, but they, they've kept Chip Kelly. He is going to guide them into the next era, into the Big Ten for at least one season. But he does have some pressure. Now, the good news is for UCLA, no Michigan and no Ohio State on that schedule. Then there's Jed Fish, going to make his debut at Washington, taking over a team that made it to a national championship game. It's going to be tough because he takes over. That, that team loses a ton of talent. They're going to the NFL. He's going to have to rebuild. 
start things over with this. I don't know what his roster is going to look like. He does have a rematch against Michigan on October 5th. That's at Washington. At least it'll be a home game for him. But Washington also has home dates against USC, Penn State, and UCLA. A lot of great games on this schedule uh, at Oregon as well. And they have the uh, annual rivalry with their former conference mate, Washington State, which is still ticked about being the last man standing in the Pac-12. They're going to want to take it out on Washington. That's a rivalry game. Anyway, they've already got that one circled on their calendar. Speaking of Michigan just a moment ago, and whoever their head coach is, their non-conference schedule is a lot tougher than last year. Remember, this past season, if you wanted to knock Michigan, I mean, they went 15-0, and won a national championship, and they pounded everybody, okay? That was a complete team. Don't take anything away from them. You could argue that their first three non-conference games were not that tough. And they, the first half of their schedule in the Big Ten was pretty light. And the teams got a little more difficult as it went on with the Penn States and the Maryland's and, of course, Ohio State to close it out. They beat everybody. They beat Iowa in the championship. They beat Alabama. They beat Washington. Look, they got a, they got a lot of quality wins on that schedule. But the preseason schedule for Michigan is a lot tougher this particular year. I mentioned Fresno State earlier. Always good. Fresno State, always a tough team. Um, but Texas, Texas comes to the big house this year. That's the big one. That's the big game, the big one at the big house. Michigan also hosts Southern Cal and Oregon. They've got that Washington rematch I just told you about. And, of course, they close it out at Ohio State this year. So pretty tough schedule for Michigan. Um, as far as Michigan, when I talk about them, i got to talk about Ohio State in case you're wondering about them. Uh, Buckeyes fan, this is not a knock. Don't don't take it on like that on their schedule. I think Ohio State's schedule in 2024 uh, is an image, a mirror image of what Michigan just had this past year. They've got three fairly easy non-conference games and then a slow roll into the more difficult teams later in their schedule. It, it really is very similar to the schedule Michigan just played. And I think that's to Ohio State's favor this year because I just told you about these other five schools and the brutal schedules they have. Ohio State, look, they, the pre-conference is Akron, Western Michigan, and Marshall. They have games at Oregon, that'll be tough, and at Penn State. And then they host Michigan at home. I think that's the toughest part of their schedule. This is a very um, navigable uh, schedule for Ohio State to slip in there and make a run at a Big Ten championship. Not a knock, just an observation. So what do you guys think? Love to hear from you, as always. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter or X at TalkBig10. Also on our website, TalkBig10Number10.com, and on YouTube as well. Love to hear from you on all this. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I didn't talk about your team and its schedule. Maybe you think your team's schedule is tough enough to be on this top five list. Love to hear from you on all of that. All right, we also have some coaching news going on in the Big Ten, uh, sort of. Uh, and we'll, we'll get – it doesn't involve Jim Harbaugh, okay? <laughs> Something different. We're going to check in um, with a couple of uh, coaches and, and uh, a strength coach in Michigan that has disappeared. Just disappeared. I mean, he's there but he's disappeared. I'll have all the details on that coming up in a minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about FanDuel. The NFL postseason is rolling, right? Got uh, four more games this weekend. I always tell you, take the unders, defense, cold weather, all that sort of stuff. 
Uh, I but one game that's indoors. I really like the Lions minus six and a half over the Buccaneers. Just a tip from me to you. You want some action? Go for it. They beat the they were undermanned in Tampa and beat the Bucs by two touchdowns this year. They're full strike now, ready to go at home. It's gonna be insane. Easy, I think. I think it's not a science, it's an educated guess. Anyway, um, you can go check out FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. It's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, many different ways to bet, like their same game parlays. You can find bets in a new explore tab, make a parlay in the parlay hub. Very organized. Best way to find the popular parlays there and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I want to thank everybody for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen each and every day, especially you everydayers out there. They just keep coming back every day. It helps us tremendously. Thank you. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe if you haven't. Uh, share and follow and like Lockdown Big Ten no matter where you get it. Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. Just talking about the Wisconsin Badgers schedule uh, just a minute ago. And, of course, their former coach was Paul Chris. Remember him? Of course, they uh, got rid of him. And they bring in Luke Fickle the following season. Paul Chris has been out there. If you've lost track with him, he's been an offensive. Uh, he's been an analyst for Texas, and Steve Starkeesian um, out there this past season. Anyway, he was a finalist for the Iowa Hawkeyes offensive coordinator job to replace Brian Ferentz. However, after weighing his options, he has decided to return to the Texas Longhorns uh, in the same position: offensive analyst and special assistant to coach Sarkeesian. Now, I actually think this is a smart move. Um, Texas is loaded, and they're going to have a chance at a national championship. They're almost certain to make the playoffs. Meanwhile, Iowa may still win a lot of games, but I wouldn't count on you know whoever the offensive coordinator, coordinator is there at Iowa to turn a lot of heads with their offense and explosive offense. Um, and so if Paul Chris is trying to get a head coaching job at some point in the future and get himself noticed, would he be better off being an offensive coordinator at Iowa where people just, you know, they love to pile on if they don't score more than 15 points. And then that becomes a narrative nationally. Um, you stay at Texas and you're on the train that's rolling to a national championship. Perhaps you're going to get a lot of attention. And maybe he could get a lot of, a lot of choices, a lot of people interviewing him for jobs. Maybe, maybe that's the theory there. Anyway, if that's the goal, that's what he's doing. He's 58 years old, still relatively young. He's got probably another head coaching job stop in him somewhere. You know, he's the head coach of the Badgers, the midway point of 2022. They got rid of him after two and three start there. So he went, he found a fresh start at Texas and he's going to stay there. All right. Um, do you remember a story that we talked about? Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe a little more than that. It's back in December when Michigan basketball coach Juwan Howard, you know, he got in a dispute with John Sanderson, the team's strength and conditioning coach for the past 15 years. It goes back to the, the beeline days there. So uh, Juwan Howard inherited him. Well, the two were poorly got into a heated dispute right before that road trip to Iowa in December. Sanderson's regarded as one of the, the best, uh, best in the business strength coaches for basketball in the business. Everybody respects this guy. 
I mean, over the years, he's been known to take kind of mediocre, unimpressive recruits and get them all chiseled up and their bodies all perfect. And boom, they got NBA careers because of him. Um, you know, these strength and conditioning coaches, both on uh, football and basketball, they have more access to the kids than the coaches do. And they, you get a good one, you keep them. And the best ones, the best football ones, like make like $800,000 a year. It's, it's an important position and it's, uh, it's an unsung position as well. Nevertheless, Sanderson had a disagreement with Juwan Howard's son, Jace Howard, before practice one day. That turned into an argument with Sanderson and Juwan Howard. And according to multiple reports, the two had to be separated. Now, keep in mind, this is three months after Juwan Howard just had open heart surgery. I mean, he was still easing his way back into the, you know, being a full-time head coach again. And um, also keep in mind, Howard's been known to have a temper, right? I mean, a lot of coaches do. But he got into that scuffle a couple of years ago with one of the opponent's assistant coaches in the handshake line after a game. So he's kind of, I think, on a short rope regarding his temper over there. There were some, there were some rumors that maybe Juwan Howard had stepped in it and he might be gone. Now that never happened. So we're still trying to piecemeal what happened with this story. But Sanderson did not accompany the Wolverines with that road trip as he normally would have done to Iowa. I think it was the 10th of December, somewhere around there. And Sanderson hasn't been seen since. Um, he's the university says Sanderson is still an employee of the athletic department. Uh, his situation will be resolved soon, they say. Nobody's saying anything. And so they're not saying what capacity he's in. Has he been moved over to the volleyball team? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Very bizarre story over there at Michigan. So we thought you'd give you the latest update on that because that's out and about. Also, I want to update you on the fact that the Locked On family, you know, we got all these channels, Locked On, all these teams and leagues, Locked On Big Ten. Well, Locked On has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. In addition to this one that you're watching or listening to right now, Locked On Sports Today, a relatively new channel out there, 24-7, top sports stories of the day. Local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every single league. You can go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe there. After you subscribe here, subscribe there. This show will air on that channel periodically. So, um, and they're all on a rotation like every half hour. So we're there. It's part of the family. Go check it out once you're done with us here on Locked On Big Ten. All right, going into the weekend, it is time for our picks. You know, football season, it was pigskin picks. Now we're doing the basketball picks. So. That's always fun. We got that. I'll let you know what I think about the schedule, the Friday through Sunday games, all right here as we continue in one minute on Locked On Big Ten. I don't know if you've been to a game lately or an event, a comedy show, a concert. You know, if you go to Game Time and get their app, you can get all those tickets to everything right there on your phone. You don't have to worry about buying tickets to an event ever again. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, concerts, theater, whatever. They got it all at game time. So check it out. You can browse through the game time app and uh, find all the events that you're interested in. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. Uh, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They show you the view of your seat right there on your phone. Before you buy the ticket, it's all right there. It's fantastic. 
Uh, game time has deals right up to the start of an event. Actually, you can get them about an hour after it starts, too. Uh, it's all there. Find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, and concerts. They got their zone deals as well. And it takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Do it with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, and a redeem code is LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. It is time for our picks. I almost called it pigskin picks. Uh, I just used to call it that, but um, let's get it on the screen here and I will describe it if you're listening on audio only. Got the six basketball games to talk about this weekend. This is Friday through Sunday, and we'll start it off with Indiana at number 11, Wisconsin. Now, Indiana is struggling. Got blown out by Purdue at home at 12 and 6. Frankly, the Hoosiers need some sort of marquee win. They don't have one yet. And it's getting to be serious. You know, we're getting, I mean, March is still a month and a half away, but or a little less, but still, let's go. Um, a win on the road against a ranked team like Wisconsin would bode very well for the Hoosiers. Unfortunately, they're not playing very well right now. Wisconsin. Just had their close loss at Penn State. I watched that game the other night. That was the night it was a, a, a snow out, a snow night, uh, school day or snow day. That's cool. The kids didn't go to class, but they went to that game. Wisconsin 13 to 4. This game is at 8:30 Friday night on FS1. If you want to check that out. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Wisconsin. I'm gonna take Wisconsin. Uh, I think they're playing a lot better and it's at home. I think the Badgers win this game. Saturday. Got Penn State, 9-9, Ohio State, 12-5. and That is 12 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. I just mentioned Penn State. Got that nice win against Wisconsin. Um, I I, I like the Buckeyes in this one. Take the Buckeyes on that game. Uh, Being at home, should be able to shoot it pretty well when they're at home. Meanwhile, uh, number two, Purdue, 16-2 at Iowa, 11-6. Zach Eady, he's going for his third straight 30-point performance. He's unstoppable. He's just seven four and just he's huge. <laughs> he can't, and he can sh- you know he actually complained after the Indiana game uh, that he didn't play that well. I thought he played awesome. I really did. And Fran McCaffrey at Iowa just recently passed Dr. Tom Davis as the winningest coach at Iowa. And uh, this game is at two o'clock on FS1 on Saturday. Got another Saturday game with. Northwestern at Nebraska. Northwestern is 13 and four. You know, I love Boo Booey, fun player to watch. They're at Nebraska, 13 and five, 215 Eastern time on the Big Ten Network. I have told anybody that'll listen this Nebraska team should be ranked in the top 25. They will be eventually, somebody, they'll come around to my way of thinking eventually. This is a good basketball team. They they play with their fundamental. They got a, a lot of good players. They got some shooters. But here's the deal: at home, wow, they're they're really good at home. They're they're a Big Ten best, eleven and one at home. You know they beat they beat Purdue when they were number one in the country at home just two weeks ago. 
They're phenomenal. So give me Nebraska all day long. Although with Boo Boo here on the other side, this is going to be an entertaining game. You want to catch this. Northwestern at Nebraska, 2.15 Eastern time on the Big Ten Network. That's going to be a good game. All right? Now, let's take a look at the Sunday games. We've got Michigan State. They are they improved to 11-7. and seven. They beat Minnesota on Thursday night. Tom Izzo, now a couple wins away from 700 for the career. Getting closer and closer to that milestone. Congratulations to him. They are taking on Maryland, an 11-7 and seven team, 12 o'clock Eastern time on CBS Sunday afternoon. By the way, Maryland also very good at home. Very tough place to play at Maryland. Uh, they're nine and one at home. This uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend here. I know Tom Izzo's going for the milestone. I know Michigan State's starting to put together, but the fact that's at Maryland, which is a tough, tough place, I'm gonna pick Maryland in this game. All right. By the way, did I give you a pick on Northwestern Nebraska, or did I just talk about it? I'm, I'm taking Nebraska on that one. By the way, <laughs> in case I didn't mention that. All right. So give me and then uh, Rutgers is at number 14, Illinois. Rutgers coming into this one at 10 at 7. Illinois had that home loss to Maryland. They had the Thursday night game against Michigan. I like the finding a line eye at home here. So quick recap here. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna take Wisconsin over Indiana. I'm going to take Ohio State over Penn State. I'm taking Purdue over Iowa. I don't think I give you the Purdue pick till that. There we go. I got to get it together, man. Nebraska over Northwestern. I'm going to take Maryland to uh, somewhat upset Michigan State, and I'm going to take Illinois, the home win against Rutgers. That's Friday through Sunday, Big Ten basketball. I'm feeling it. How about you? If you disagree, let me know. Hit me up. You can hit me up on TalkBigTenNumber10.com, also on Twitter and uh, on YouTube as well. So those are my picks, and I'm sticking to it for the weekend. All right? A lot of hoops going on over the weekend. I know a lot of you are going to be watching some NFL football with the playoffs, all that good stuff. Probably playing with FanDuel a little bit, right? Also, don't forget uh, and the, way, the ways to get a hold of me at Twitter at uh, TalkBig10. That's a number 10. That's a X at TalkBig10. Also, our website, TalkBig10Number10.com and on uh, YouTube. I'm going to be thumbing through the uh, the messages that you send me over the weekend or back and forth with each other. That'll be awesome to hear from you. And uh, also go to our website. We got um, got some swag information. We got some Big Ten stuff. You can get it there, right there at the website. TalkBig10Number10.com. In the meantime, do us a favor, subscribe. That would be awesome. Thank you very much. And follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. I've told you before, I'll tell you again, the audio versions of these podcasts come out at four in the morning, wherever you get your podcasts, across the country, across the world, four o'clock a.m. Eastern time, six o'clock a.m. for the video portion on YouTube. So enjoy that. And don't forget, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Lockdown Sports Today. Again, 24-7. This show will be on that channel as, as well as all your other favorites in the Lockdown family. Go ahead and subscribe there as well. Uh, Lockdown Sports Today. All of our national shows covering every single league, all of our local experts, everything, all right there in one place. And anything breaking, it's over there. You'll be able to check it out. So uh, would appreciate that. I appreciate you joining us here on Lockdown Big Ten. Tell your friends about us, especially Big Ten alums and or fans. 
would love to uh, have them try us out as well. So for Locked On Big Ten, I'm Craig Scheman. Thanks for checking us out.